on today's episode, we are going to talk about how to stop working at night. Is this something you sometimes catch yourself doing, or maybe you even have a habit of it? Maybe you're leaving work a little bit on the early side for a kid's activity or another commitment you have, but you haven't finished everything yet, and you have to log back on maybe after your kids are in bed or maybe while they're watching TV, and it's just maybe not the way you want to be ending the day. On today's episode, we are going to talk about how to change that habit without having to change jobs. And even if you don't have a habit of working at night, this is still a great episode to listen to just in general about some really good time management tips. So here's what we're going to talk about today. First, we're going to talk about how to know if you even want to stop working at night. Make sure that you like your reasons for doing that. Then we'll talk about three key ingredients to not working after your kids are in bed and three simple tips to help you make the transition and build this new habit. So just think, if this is something that you catch yourself doing now, imagine how your life might change if you could be done with work when you left the office, not have to think about it again, not have to open up that laptop again, just be done. I know I personally finish work at 4 p.m. was not always this way. I'm doing this episode for a reason because this was totally me several years ago. I've changed all that around and I love the feeling of being able to shut down at four and just go and be with my family. So that's what we're going to talk about today. The first thing though I want to make sure we check in with is just making sure that you really do want to stop working at night. I wanna be really clear there's nothing wrong with working in the evening. There's nothing wrong with working after your kids are in bed. There's nothing wrong with working while your kids are still awake. Working at night or not working at night, those are both neutral circumstances. And we can choose what to do just based on what we want. So the first thing I want you to do is just check in with your reasons of why you want to stop working at night and make sure you like them. So if it's something pretty simple, like you just don't want to be working then, you want to be done at the office and not have to think about it again, or there's other things that you want to be doing, whether that's spending time with your family or spending time on something else that you have that going on that you like just for yourself, those are really good reasons to kick this habit. And again, it's totally doable, even if it feels like you have a job right now that won't allow for that. I promise there is a way to do this. Another thing to be aware of, though, is that you may just genuinely want to work some more. That's totally fine. If you have something going on with your career that really motivates you and is genuinely what you want to be doing with that time, I say go for it. Work to your heart's content and don't feel guilty that you're not doing other things. Don't feel like you should be working less. Just do what you want to do. Now, the one thing I will say about that is that sometimes working can be a buffer. And a buffer meaning something that buffers us from experiencing negative emotions. So if you feel like you want to be working, but it's really in the spirit of (laughs) the fact that when you're not working, you feel uncomfortable, you feel anxious, you have some other things going on there, I would encourage you to continue exploring that and think about 
is working really the best way to deal with my emotions and dampen my anxiety. In that case, I would suggest there's some other work you can do on yourself that I talk about in other episodes, like some of my episodes on self-coaching that you may want to check out because it may feel like you want to be working, but really you're not doing it for the best reason. You're doing it to basically hide from your emotions. And in the long run, we know that never actually works. Okay, so that's the first step is just figuring out what is my reason for wanting to work at night or not wanting to work at night and making sure that I like that reason. In my case, I just don't really want to. There's other personal things that I want to be doing with that time. And like I said, I love working eight to four and just being done after that. So that's my reason. I feel good about it. And I've built the habit from that place. So if you are looking at changing this, I have three key ingredients to making this happen for you. The first ingredient is to believe it's possible. The second ingredient is to know when you're done. And the third ingredient is to stick to your plan. These are all pretty basic, but I want to talk about them each for a few more minutes here. So first of all, believing it's possible. I want you to think, what is your thought about not working in the evening? Do you think, oh yeah, that's totally doable? Or do you think, wow, I don't even know how that would work in my current job. There's no way I could get all my work done during the day. There's just too many things that come up and I need that time for actually focus time and and focus work. Or do you think, well, there's just too many urgent things or people get things late to me. So it's just not possible for the job I'm in. Now that is maybe going to seem like a very logical, matter of fact belief to you. But what I want to offer is that it is only a belief and it is optional. And as long as you continue to carry that belief with you, that it's not possible for you in your current job to be done at 4 or 5 p.m. and not work in the evening, I guarantee you that you will not find the solution. And I can offer some tips here, and I do a lot of coaching with women on this topic, but ultimately, everyone finds their own solution. I can provide a lot of tools to get you a good part of the way, but ultimately, every situation is unique, and you are going to need to find your own way through this. And to do that, you will need a lot of curiosity and a willingness to believe in things that you don't know how to do yet. So even if you don't know how it's going to work in your current job to stop working at night, to stop logging on after your kids are in bed, could you believe that it might be possible? Maybe it's possible and I just haven't figured out how yet. Try some of those transition statements on and see how they feel because ultimately you will need to move first to a belief that it's possible before your brain will really be open to that sort of creative solution finding that will ultimately lead you to your answer. So step number one, believe it's possible, even in your current job. Step number two, or ingredient number two, is to know when you're done. Now, let me explain what I mean by this. Many of us start our workday out with a long to-do list and high hopes that everything will get done. 
And by the time we get to the end of our workday in the office, we've checked a few things off, but maybe we've added even more things to the list than we've checked off. And we're feeling kind of defeated and demoralized and like we are not making a lot of progress. And that's when it's very tempting to say, oh, well, I guess I'm just going to have to log on tonight to work on catching up. And we think that somehow working more hours will help us out of that predicament of never finishing our to-do list. But the real problem is we haven't defined done. We have never drawn a line in the sand and said, if I finish these three things today, that is enough and I will be done with work. And you want to set that plan with some margin in it because you know that you're going to have meetings, you're going to have unexpected things come up. It's not like your workday is just this, you know, blissful eight hours of pure focus time for you to do whatever you want. You're going to have other things come up and your day will be unpredictable. So you want to set a plan that's realistic in that context. Maybe it is only two or three small things that you're going to get done that day, but you want to decide that at the beginning of the day, in the morning, you want to have a list in front of you that says, if I do these three things, I will be done. That makes it so much cleaner and simpler when you get to the end of the day to be able to say, yes, I finished or no, I didn't finish and understand where you are versus having a long to-do list that's like everything you need to get done and you know you're not going to get it all done in one day and you always leave work feeling like you have unfinished business and then you end up logging on at night. So that's ingredient number two, is to know when you're done. Have a realistic plan at the beginning of the day that will help you know at the end of the day if you're done. Number three, ingredient number three, is stick to your plan. Now, this is easier said than done, right? I totally realize that. But I want you to start to become more aware of Once you're setting that plan, when it starts to break down during the day. So example, if you've put three things on your list and you're you're going, 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 things are good. And then you hit a point maybe at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, you know, something else came up, you get distracted and notice when the switch flips in your head of going off of your original plan of finishing during normal business hours during the workday and starting to think, oh, maybe I'll just finish that tonight. Those are just little thoughts that we have that seem so innocent and are so comfortable for us to think at the time, especially if we're thinking them, that thought that comes up at, you know, 3 p.m., I'll just get this done later. I, I didn't realize all this would come up. I want you to start to notice those. Start to notice when you're making a new decision and a new plan to work at night. Because I promise you, the reason you're working at night is because at some point during the day, you decide that you're going to work at night. And basically, when you do that, you're kind of dishonoring the first plan you made, which was to finish all of your work during normal working hours and not have to log on at night. And so if you can see that point where you're shifting over and not sticking to your plan, you want to really target in on that and become more aware of that. So this isn't about willpower. This isn't about trying really hard. It's actually just about noticing those little thoughts that we have that sound so innocent and harmless at the time. Oh, maybe I'll just do this later. Maybe this isn't going to happen today. Maybe this wasn't the right plan. I'll just finish this tonight. I'll do that. Or 
I'll start my plan of not working from home tomorrow, right? We have those little thoughts that get us unhooked from that commitment that we originally made to ourselves to honor our own work-life balance. So that's tip number three. Stick to your plan and notice when you flip over. Just notice in that moment. All right. So the last thing I want to share is just three simple tips for transitioning to this new habit of not logging on at night. The first tip is to just start where you are. So don't try to go cold turkey. Don't try to make a huge change to your schedule. These are ingrained habits. And especially when you're busy, that's going to make it even more challenging to change them. And so you want to take it slowly and go in baby baby steps and start literally just from where you are right now. So if you currently have a habit of logging on, you know, from eight to nine at night, keep doing that. Don't immediately tell yourself, I'm never going to log on at night again. I have to make this work. Just recognize, okay, right now I'm usually logging on from eight to nine. Maybe you're going to spend a week just continuing to do that and just starting to notice where you're planning that. And again, what your brain is doing that during that time. So you could spend a week just doing the exact same schedule you always have. And then you could start to cut it back in little increments. Maybe you work 10 minutes less in the evening the next week. And just even if you're still working at night, planning ahead to work at night will make a huge difference saying, okay, I'm okay working from eight to nine at night, but I'm going to make sure I stop at nine. So start where you are. You don't have to start with drastic changes. It will add up faster than you think. And before you know it, you will be in a whole new schedule. Transition tip number two is to write it down and move on when things don't go like you planned. So let's say you've planned to be done at four o'clock and not turn your laptop on again at home and you totally fail at that (laughs) and you get home and you decide maybe there was something during the day that you're kind of like you switched your plan. You're like, oh, I'll do that later. Don't worry about it if you fail at this. This is going to be kind of an up and down journey, you know, two steps forward, one step back. There's going to be some failures in there. That's part of building any new habit. And when you notice that happening, just notice it happening. And you can even write down what happened. You know, I I worked last night. That wasn't my plan. But I noticed at 2 p.m. I made a decision that I would finish reviewing the report at night. And then you just let it go. You just write that down. You just have a look very objectively at what happened. And just that awareness is enough to shift the needle. Even if it doesn't feel like it's happening that quickly, I promise you, again, this will add up over time into really drastically new schedules and different habits that serve you much better. So that's tip number two is to write down what happened or just notice what happened and then move on. Failure is part of the process and totally fine and actually a great way to learn. Tip number three, trade discomfort later for discomfort now. So what happens a lot of the time in the morning when we're making our plan is 
we don't really want to be honest with ourselves about what our realistic plan is for the day because we look at it and we don't think it's enough. Maybe there's only two items on that plan because we have a lot of meetings and we know some unexpected things are going to come up. So we only put two things on our to-do list in the morning and then we look at that and we think, oh, that's not really enough. What about all these other things I have to do? And so then we add, end up adding more and more to our to-do list in the morning because it's uncomfortable to us. There's some discomfort at just leaving it at the two items. And soon enough, we have a to-do list that we're really comfortable with in that we didn't have to make any tough decisions about what to cut out. But it's an unrealistic plan for the day. And all that leads to is that by the end of the day, we haven't gotten everything done. We haven't even been that intentional about choosing the things that were the most valuable to work on. And we feel bad and either we're not logging on at night and feeling guilty about it and stressing about work or we are logging on at night and again, not honoring the work-life balance that we want to have. So what I want to suggest is that setting your plan in the morning, especially at first, will be uncomfortable if you set a realistic plan, you're going to look at that plan and think that's not enough. But I want you to feel that discomfort in the morning and be willing to do that and recognize that's part of the process. Because when you're willing to do that in the morning, at the beginning of your planning process, what you do is open yourself up to having a much more comfortable end of the day and actually being able to, again, honor those longer term commitments to yourself. So that's my third tip is be willing to feel a little uncomfortable in the morning when you're setting your plan in order to feel less discomfort later on in your evening. All right. So just to summarize, three things that you should think about if you want to stop working at night. First is why do you want to stop working at night? Make sure that you like your reasons because remember, you can totally keep working at night. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to feel guilty about. But if you want to stop, you can do that too. You have that choice. Then we talked about three key ingredients to not working at night. Believing it's possible, knowing when you're done having that plan and sticking to it. And finally, we talked about three transition tips for making the new habit. One was start where you are. Don't try to change your schedule all at once. Just notice what your schedule typically is and start sticking to that and then gradually inching that down. Number two, when you fail, just write it down and move on. And number three, be willing to have a little discomfort in the morning when you're making your plan in order to have less discomfort at night, in order to actually be done with work at four or five o'clock and not have to get back online at night. Now, some of you might be asking, do you really never work after 4 p.m.? And the answer is, I do sometimes work after 4 p.m., but it's very, very rare. In fact, I'm thinking off the top of my head and um, I can't even think of a time recently when I've done that. Now, sometimes I get to work a little bit after eight, and so I stay a little bit after four, so I have the eight hours. But in general, I'm not logging back on at night unless it's a true emergency, which if that comes up, that comes up as a once in a while occurrence. But you will be surprised at how many things that feel like emergencies are not actually emergencies. There's very few things, especially if you've built a good team around you, that can't be dealt with efficiently during the workday. 
So I want you to try this out if it's something you're interested in and see how it works. I think that having control of your schedule, having control of your work-life balance like this is one of the best things that you can do for yourself, your family, and for the team that you lead and work for to show up as a more clear-headed, refreshed leader every day at work. So try these out and have a great week. Oh, there's one more thing that I wanted to mention. So actually today is the first day that you can officially register for client membership. And if you're interested in getting a better work-life balance, this client program that I do would be perfect for you. So you can go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H, and register right now. It's super simple. It takes two minutes to register. You'll be all set for the program that starts on May 1st. And I want to tell you too, you just have a few days to register. So it's open now today, April 23rd, and it's closing Sunday, April 28th at 8 p.m. Central. All right, you guys have an awesome week. I hope your work-life balance is wonderful. And whether you work at night or not, I wish you all the best. I will talk to you again soon.